Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM. He was chosen by the Intercontinental Hotel Group and Rolling Stone magazine, Africa, as the winner of the 2012 Holiday Inn Songwriting Challenge. The big question is, does he get to stay at Holiday Inn for the rest of his life? We'll find out. Tresor released his debut album, Seven, in September last year. The album, which has worked on for the past seven years, features collaborations with AKA, Beatenberg, Kulichana, and The Soil. And uh, it opened a number two on the iTunes album chart in South Africa. Tresor's Mount Everest, the Freddie Verano remix music video, a number one airplay hit in Italy, and a song that reached number one in global Shazam trending, uh, has reached over a million views online. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, make some noise, a son of the soil, representing the TRC, South Africa, and the planet. Trezor. Yes, sir. I hope I didn't freak you out. No, that was amazing. <laughs> the last time I did that, a guest ran out, so <laughs> I was a bit worried. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Such Brother, you've had a ride and a half in terms of your career. Yes, thank you. Uh, it's been incredible, and I'm really, really, really blessed um, to be here. Do you think the story of you once being a car guard is told too much, or is it a story that must be told all the time? Um, I think, you know, it's, you know, where you start, you know, I take pride in everything that I achieve, I think. And also, um, I'm not ashamed of where I come from yes. and the things I've gone through. And I think it's more of, um, it's part of, it's a big part of my journey. And just, um, and I think we personally, I think I'm still right early, early on my path. And mm. it's something just to always go to, to remember where I come from. What did being a car guard teach you about yourself and about human beings? Because I'm sure you learned a lot in how you interacted with people or how some people will ignore you like you're not there. Yeah, I think personally, um, um, I mean, I grew up in a very uh, like normal, you know, African family and I went to a good school in the city and it just humbled me first. Yes. And uh, so for me, I call it, it was kind of my process of just... Uh, being reinvented and just becoming a man mm. and um and i learned a lot about just uh being able to understand the situation and work from whatever and whatever you got um okay. so do what and, you can with what you have yeah with yeah. what you have and uh with i think human beings i just understood that you know we can be so mean sometimes and yes. without knowing exactly what, what the next person is going through mm. and a lot of time you neglected because just maybe you don't look right mm. or you're not really in the right settings and uh, it doesn't matter where you start. You know, it's really what matters, what's in your heart and what's in your mind, sure. what's your vision. Are, are you savoring the moment? Because sometimes we, t- we tend to forget where we come from, not, not in a bad way, but in a sense that now that you are where you are, you, you, you still don't enjoy because you, you still, you, you maybe still hungrier or you still want more. Are you like in the moment and, and saying, wow, this is it or... I, I'm 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 blessed to be where I am today, brother. I I think also another thing I I really learned is that we we need to live while we are chasing our dreams and mm. and just uh, enjoy the journey. And I'm really enjoying life. I'm, I'm traveling and performing like some of the best best shows in the continent. And um, the the dream is massive. And mm. I mean, we're talking about I'm I'm looking at Glastonbury, you know, and. Um, Coachella, all those places. At the same time, I'm really enjoying playing here and I'm really grateful to be in South Africa and being embraced uh, around Africa and the world the way I've been embraced. Mm. So I'm enjoying life, you know, grateful and 
just the vision still alive and still pushing. Now, you're performing at your Coachella's in, in the US, at Glastonbury in the UK. Tell us about Italy. Why do you think you blew up so much in Italy? It's funny. I think maybe I ate a lot of Italian food while recording the first album. So <laughs> it was all the pasta, bro. Yeah, the pasta, the pizza was too much. But uh, it was random because I went there about, um, I mean, four times. And the second time I went, I went to my manager, Raphael, and I asked the guys on the table having dinner, how did you guys discover the music? It was random. It was like, yo, no, no, no. I was on a YouTube and then uh, I just discovered this song and we they started calling people. So it's a random thing. They just discovered the music in YouTube. Within six weeks, the song reaching number one, and that it was insane. so fast. Uh, that so, is insane. Um, uh, to be honest, I don't know myself why Italy and how. I think it's just a blessing, and mm. they have really good tests in cars <laughs> and clothes <laughs> and, and food, music and music. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging out with Hesso. If you have any questions or comments, you can get in touch on WhatsApp or on Twitter. In fact, we're available across all social media. Use the hashtag FreshBreakfast. Right now, we're going to Kenya. Comedy from Njembi McGrath. Brand new music from Trezor. This is Remedy. Yes, sir. Tell us about Remedy, bro. Um, Remedy is the new single of my new album called The Beautiful Madness, which is out nine stores. And um, yeah, it's really exciting. We shot a super, super epic video for it. Uh, colorful, taking back to the 80s. Yes. Chico Twala, Brenda Farsi. Mm. I can hear even with the bass line. Yeah, it's everything. got that nice mm. 80s bass line. Mm. Yeah, the video is crazy. You must check it out. Um, and yeah, the album really features like legendary Mautela Queens, Brahim Masekela. So it's really, really the vibe for the, for the new album. So what's her name that has a piece of you? Yo, bro, <laughs> it's <laughs> like that. Love on it. Yo, I didn't wait. <laughs> and the ass. Hey, Anta, they ask. Uh, if you are listening, if he loves you, he'll do it. <laughs> you know, no comment. <laughs> like, I love her so much, I want to keep her safe and anonymous. I see you, Trezor. You know I what I mean? You. Uh, you get it. Trezor, it's, it's, it's good and well that you are known and, and are doing great overseas. Um, in, in, in Africa, how's, how's your relationship with the continent in terms of you performing there, being visible there, and collaborating with other African artists, we know about the hues and, yeah. and, and, and the soil and, and, and so forth and so on. I mean, it, it, it's so crazy. So, I mean, with the first album, everything was just fast, you know? Mm. And that's the whole meaning of this album, Beautiful Madness, because everything happened so fast and I recorded the second album that. And I think the second album, um, I mean, I got the guys like from Kenya that just discovered music by just by accident, the guys from Saudi Soul mm. that literally stayed here and we, we'd been doing some work. Um, I'm actually going on an East African tour. So in August, we're doing um, Ethiopia, uh, Rwanda, mm. uh, Uganda, Blanket One Festival. And there is a lot of trips in some collaborations that we'll be doing throughout Africa mm. from July mm. to August. Awesome. Yeah. What else is exciting you about Africa lately? Man, Africa's everything, bro. Yeah. Like, we got everything. Like, for me, I think we don't realize, like, how epic Africa is right now. Yes. I mean, it's been always been epic, you know. And from the musician point of side, uh, point of things, it uh this is like no, you know, everybody's catching up on the rhythm. I'm like, no, actually they've been catching up for the past thirty years or so. Well, I mean if you look at three level Michael Jackson, it's Africa's written on it, you know, all of it. And mm. and for me I think what really exciting about Africa, uh right now, you not know, just the the culture but also like 
the world is, I think we're taking the front seat of the pop culture globally, mm. you know, mm. and it's not really blurred anymore. Sure. It's clear. Mm. And uh, for me, that's really beautiful. And also the youth is starting to be more and more proud about our roots and our style and everything that we do. I've got a friend who's a marketing manager for a cell phone company in Tanzania. Yes. And he was telling me that they do shows there with purely a local lineup. They get 40,000, 50,000 kids mm. in a stadium. Yeah, mm. it, it, it is. a local it's, lineup. It's, it's crazy. Like, even how I grew up in Congo, so it's like coffee along me day, papa, and these guys. That's one of the reasons, actually, uh, I told myself, you know, I'm young and the music style I'm doing is not going to have a chance. These are giant. Like, they're not just in a show. They'll come yes. from overseas. They've been there for maybe for two months. At the airport, bro, there are 30,000 people waiting just from the, the airport, airport to to the, head, the HQ and it's, it's part of the culture you know people mm. really appreciate the music your Fali, Pupa and them when they go back to Congo it's, it's madness you know as a Congolese man living in South Africa what do you wish we understood about the DRC or about why there might be a lot of Congolese people in South Africa because a lot of the time I think we don't understand each mm. other we speak past each other that's such a beautiful question and thank you um, look I think I'm fortunate to be in a position where I can express and talk to people about my story. Mm. But there are other million of kids that literally grew up like me. Mm. So I'll give you an example. I, from eight years old, I saw thousand people dying on the street, random refugees, mm. from the time I was eight years old. And uh, we don't look at it. At that stage, I mean, you're an eight-year-old literally witnessing and smelling death. Yeah. Do you remember what you, you used to think at that time? Um the truth is, that's how my parents actually took me to a uh, local church to start banging on drums and play music, just mm. to try to help, because there's no form of therapy throughout Africa. Mm. You know, it's a family thing. And um, a lot of the youth have seen some of the most cruel atrocities, mm. like bad, bad. And and uh, the conditions of living are not obviously best. Neither the government is going to protect you. There's no basic human right, let's say so. Mm. And so... And the normal thing for human being, they always want to look something better for themselves. Sure. And whoever cannot afford to, um, it's actually it's for a lot of African countries. Whoever cannot afford to go to France, Italy, or UK, whatever, they'll look for what's the best next destination. Sure. And for them, it's like, well, I'll be able to make it South Africa. I don't know how I'll do it. And the people hitchhike, they walk, they'll you know they'll do whatever they can. And mm. A lot of them are grateful actually to be working as cowgirl. I know friends that are still close to me that have been cowgirls for the past 10 years. Mm. They were here before me. And they're grateful for life. They're grateful to be living, be paying rent. And, and for me, it's like I think South Africa has really provided home for so so many people, mm. including myself and a millions other refugees from our, our, around Africa that really have found this place to be safe mm. and a home and it just a new home and peaceful for them. Yeah. What's your wish for Africa? Man, uh, I think my biggest wish for Africa is for hopefully in our lifetime to see uh, Africa in glory days mm. and literally the world uh, on their knees in front of us. That's pretty much it. Um, I think we need another 20 years, then all the old leaders will be dead. Then <laughs> we, can, we can start afresh. Yeah, but I, I, I have so much hope in this generation. I sure. think we're starting to see, and I, I, I want to work hard, you know, and leave my youth, and mm. but still I, I want to sacrifice some of my years uh, to working for, sure. for Africa only. Where do people catch you in action? Where are you performing? Uh, so I'm actually performing um, at, at the Durban July mm -hmm. on the 1st of July um, uh, with the iconic uh, uh, Brayu, Lira as well, Jimmy Lulu at Jazz Town. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really excited. 
And uh, yeah, it's going to be an incredible, incredible, I think, uh, weekend. Sure. And I'm taking out them a band called The Legends 80. Nice. And we bring you back the James Brown feel, baby. It's nice. going to be fun. It's brass. It's, it's funky. It's synth. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And where do your fans find you online? Are you... Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as Trezor Official. So it's T R E S O R Official, one word. So you can come up there and let leak up. Bro, you're an inspiration. Keep at it. And um, I think your humility is going to carry you even further than your talent. No, thank you so, so much. Uh, yeah, keep, keep kicking you. ass, man. Thank you so much. Ladies Thanks. and gentlemen, Trezor is about to leave the building. Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m on Metro FM.